One, two. Just chat for me. Yeah, yeah. Check, 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 check. Lovely. I love the old one, two. You know the, the joke that goes with that one, right? No. What? what why, why does a sound engineer only say one, two, one, two? Because on three, you lift. <laughs> <laughs> This week we try our second whiskey from Down Under in the form of the Starwood Left Field Single Malt Australian Whiskey. Oh yes, and uh, we're, <laughs> we're joining you from HQ, uh, oh, our new HQ, uh, while we're about to start recording at Abbey Road. And we're joined by my bass player for this project, Mr. Adam Curie. If you're still thirsty for some more content, etc., and you're bored, just go to our social media accounts <laughs> at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And give us a rating if you could be bothered. That really helps us out. Three Thanks dots, very much. Spotify. Yeah, at least, please, uh, like, at least three stars as well, because that, w- that would help us. I mean, ideally five, but you know. That'll do. Long yeah. intro, mate. Long intro. All right, okay, I'll shut up. Cue the Irish lady. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to episode 95. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. And this week we are joined by our good friend, Mr. Adam Currie. Hello, everybody. Hello. And uh, we're in, uh, we're, we're together, which is rare. It's a rare occasion, but we are together for most of this month. Yes. We're um, in an awkward situation when we can actually look at each other in the eyes. Oh we my found God. it a bit awkward last it time. It is awkward. <laughs> well, I, I don't find it awkward. You might do, but. I'm avoiding eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're uh, in an Airbnb in a lovely house in West Hampstead, uh, preparing uh, to record my next album at Abbey Road this week, which is why Adam is with us. He's our, he's our bass player for this uh, journey, because I decided I needed a proper bass player to do this, Nick. Yeah, and there was no one around. No one around. I didn't know anyone in the UK. So. <laughs> I didn't even know anyone. So. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Be nice seeing how it's meant to be done. <laughs> the, the, the whiskey? <laughs> that too. <laughs> making me obsolete. Don't start yeah. a podcast, please. There we go. All right. Talking of uh, before we ta- get started on what we've been up to this week, should we uh, should we pour this week's whiskey? Yeah, let's do okay. that. This week's whiskey: Starwood Left Field Single Malt Australian Whiskey. This is our second Australian whiskey. Oh, that was a good pop. No, oh, it's got one of those black synthetic corks too. Mm. Like on the Italian whiskey we had on last week. It's almost the same cork. I can't remember that one. Um, yeah, so but the this, one looked like a butt plug. I got this in Waitrose. Yeah? Yeah. That smells very promising. It's very dark. It is. In colour, which is good. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll have a little drink of that as we chat and uh, get talking. Um, so yeah, rehearsals this week have gone very well. It's been uh, it's been a real dream so far, isn't it? It's been great. I've um, only caught one and a bit days of it, but I've uh, enjoyed listening to you guys play. We got twelve songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the band the band sound great, even though I still need to figure out what I'm doing. But the band sound great. That's good. Uh, was that's the main thing? I think it's the main ingredient. Adam, how have you enjoyed it so far? Being over, it's been great. Other than a little bit of jet lag, it's all been good. It's really nice all being together in a house and yes. hanging out and uh, living and working together. It's a lovely feeling, yeah. What, the other night when we finished, it was like, we're all going back to the to the billet <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> to all just have dinner together. It is nice. You can debrief, can't you, the day. Yeah. Special. And it's a lovely part of the world, this West Lo- Northwest London. Yeah. Been on some lovely walks around here. 
Who knew? Who knew? Got to see a few <laughs> things. I think most, most of my clothes are still drying out from the rain today. Oh, but yeah, it's still it was a bad, great walk either way. That well, was bad. Well, yeah, it's what it's like in the in the movies, you know, when you That's come right. to England. You know? You'd be disappointed uh, four if it wasn't and, like that? Yeah, four weddings and a funeral. <laughs> it must have been raining at some point in that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So big week ahead. We've got two days until we start as we're recording this. Actually, when this comes out, we'll be we'll be well on the way. Mm. Um, day three, I think this comes out. But uh, yeah, it's, it's getting quite nerve wracking. I was sitting there earlier and I was generally looking at my spreadsheets going, am I really spending this much money? <laughs> uh, and I was, and I had a moment where I was like, what the hell am I doing? And then I thought, oh no, this is good. This is really good. I'm happy about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah I walked down there actually. I was, my walk took me all the way down to the studio. Oh, earlier. Yeah. I checked out, checked the route from here to there. Uh, and I was standing outside again. I was like, oh my, we're going to be inside next week. It's going to be yeah. cool. It's going to be very cool. Lots to look forward to over the next couple of weeks. This whiskey smells amazing. It smells really good. Uh, really good. So, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> you're, right, you're right there. <laughs> yeah, it's only 40%, but I just forget sometimes that it is still 40%. Yes, yes. And I have a big old sniff and, uh, you know, we go into it. So, uh, Nick, tell us a little bit about, about what we're drinking here. Well, actually, let me, let me start, right? Because I found out about Starwood on uh, one of the boutique podcasts. Um. <laughs> There's Not a, only that, whereabouts in Australia is it from? Rather think, large country. Yeah, I think it's Melbourne. It is Melbourne. Yeah. I've been wanting, wanting to have one of these for ages and I found out about it. And then um, my girlfriend saw one. I, I'd been talk, telling her about it and she saw one in Waitrose. I was like, get it, get it now, get it yeah. now. It turns out it's now pretty much everywhere in the UK. They've done a whole UK rollout of, uh, of their brand. Yeah, and they've got quite a few different um, bottlings to choose from. Nice. Mm. I think this That's is the, the one of their core range. This is their... Yes, that's the thing. In true whiskey and things fashion, this they don't make this one anymore. <laughs> amazing. Um, but, amazing. But you can still buy it. You can still buy it. Okay. But they don't make it anymore. They don't make it anymore. It's not so on their this, website anymore. So it is a limited edition. <laughs> it is now. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think with these small distilleries, they kind of start with their range and they see what works. And you know, right. this is what this was the lowest in their price point. But yeah, they've got a bunch of other ones. And uh, so what are you thinking of it? Are you, are you enjoying the, uh, the fruitiness? And uh, Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. How old is it? I mean, is it a young one? Because my, my understanding of Australia is they're, they're similar to other New World whiskies, where they can do an experiment a little bit more with these kind of things. And I imagine this is probably younger than, than it tastes. Yes. It's what, three or four years old? It's about three years because you've, it's, it's, you've got the weather fluctuation out there. Ah, of mm. course. In Melbourne. So you've got your four seasons in one day. Nice. Or all that kind of thing. So I think it's about three years. I couldn't find a definitive number. They don't have age statements anywhere, but I did find one little bit on one bit of their website saying one of them had been aged for three years. And I don't think they do much more than that. All their bottlings, all of them, are aged fully in red wine casks. Oh, which would explain the dark colour. Yes. The colour. Yeah. Yes. And they're all the, all the uh, wine casks are from like within a day's drive. Oh, nice. It's much like Very the local. New Zealand whiskey collection, mm. Omaruvian, mm. et cetera, where everything's come from New Zealand wine, wineries, vineyards. And uh, yeah, same for these guys. That's weird because I'm not picking up any red wine flavours in this at all either. Maybe I am, but I, I don't feel like I am. Mm. Doesn't have the um, the tannins that you would expect. No, but it's, it's very that. smooth. It's a very smooth uh, taste. A little bit of peppery yeah, to it, but not, not yeah. over the top. It's not assaulting you with it. Yeah. yeah. Smells creamy. Smells yogurty. Like it. 
like that smell. It's got an Irish whiskey quality to it. You reckon? Yeah. I pour myself I, a little bit I'm more. Almost so much in the in the the smell of it. I almost detect like a subtle, like almost like a coffee undertone to it. Like it's not it's not on top of it, but it's. I get that. It's somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. You right there, mate? I'm fine. I'm great. Did you just pull a muscle in your rib? No, I tried to put. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nearly went <laughs> in my mouth for some reason. The what? Cord. Your rib? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of those weeks. Um, what we're we talking about? Australian malted barley. They use um, brewer's yeast to get more of a tropical fruit flavour as well. And they're very much, very proud of coming from Melbourne and their whole food scene there and their craft beer scene. They've taken a lot of inspiration from that. In fact, their distillery, you can go in and there's a whole bar in the distillery. Oh, nice. What, for beers and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, everything really. And the the whiskeys, you can go and sit amongst the stills and they will just chat about it and just go in and have a night. Yeah, Yeah, it looks pretty cool. I love all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that's part of an amazing worldwide trend that I see that's going on is that people are getting very crafty with so many things. It's expanding and mm. uh, it's, it's become a very boutique business, you know? Mm. So there's a lot of choices now. There's, it's mm. happened everywhere, you know? Yeah. Well, Australia, my understanding again, is from, from listening to the Batigi website uh, podcast and from what we've done before, Australia is an emerging uh, whiskey making market. Uh, basically, there were rules. There was like two m- big companies that made whiskey in Australia, yeah. and there was rules that made it almost impossible for small small distilleries to set up right, because right. in order to, for them to get a license, they had to have stills that could produce a ridiculous amount of whiskey. So your setup costs were just ridiculous. Right. And there was one guy in Tasmania who just kind of campaigned to get that changed, okay. and he got it changed. And as a result of that. There's now loads of different independent small places opening up yeah. uh, and, and trying new things. And this this Starwood, I believe, was uh, came off the back of that. Um, so it's a relatively new company yes. uh, in the grand scheme of things, in whiskey terms. Um, and they can do different things as well. They can experiment because they're doing smaller batches. So actually they can try something for a small batch. If it doesn't work, it's not the end of the world. They can try something else. If it does work, I oh, will do that again or constantly experimenting and I love that because then you get different so many different flavour profiles right yeah they're trying all kinds of things um, it says here do not mix with anything oh really <laughs> Conform, uh, conformist read down enjoy the aromas and flavour when drinking with a single malt follow the rules do not mix with anything be bold read up interesting <laughs> yes do you know what this reminds me of in, in the UK Adam we had these um, when we were kids you probably still get them we had these sweets and they were called fruit salad Oh yeah, and they were like these. Uh, they were always in wrappers and chewy sweets, right? Yeah. And it's definitely got it, both in the nose and the smell. I'm getting just being taken back to that. Mm. They used to come. You used to get them, and you used to get licorice all sorts in the same company, and they'd be in a, in a pack together. And I hated the licorice, but I'd have all the fruit salad ones. I loved them, um, but I'm definitely getting fruit salad vibes on this. Yeah, I don't know that exact candy, but I, I can imagine. There's, can, there's, there's definitely it. candy yeah. vibes in this. I mean, sure. Some people, I imagine, would pick out pineapple cubes or stuff like that as well. There's, there's a pineapple edge to this. I know you've just had some pineapple, yeah, so maybe it's on my it's on my brain. I'm not sure, yeah. But <laughs> there is a tropical fruit in there for sure. There's a gingerness for me. Oh, there's ginger yes. as well. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, good call. In terms of mouthfeel as well. Yeah, um, this is good. Yeah, they fill their barrels at a lower alcohol proof as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, that gives it well, it keeps the the red wine fruitiness in there. 
Sorry, say that again. They, they fill their barrels at a lower alcohol. So once they've they, distilled the spirit, they, they, they proof it down a bit. Proof it down before mm. they fill the mm. barrels. A lot of people do do that. Like certain, even like a bourbon can't be a bourbon unless it goes in under a certain Oh, I didn't proof. know that. Well, that kind of thing. Yeah, there's a few rules. I've never brought it up because it's confusing. I can never remember and it's quite boring sometimes. Um, well, that's interesting. But yes, that's what they've done. It, it may be power of suggestion, but just now I'm starting to pick up very subtle the red wine taste. Mm. For me, it's the tannins, like the dry. Yeah, I'm not getting much of that. Yeah, I'm not getting much of the tannins, but just there's something in there that's. I'm, I'm, it's 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 a hint. It's very subtle to me. For I'm surprised how subtle it is for being put in that cask. Yeah, Usually for the full you time. Pick up more of that. Flavor. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Which would suggest it is younger as well. If it's, I imagine if it'd been there much longer, then you may yeah. pick up more of that. But yeah. Um, we found out, Adam. This is this is great. So when we went to um, we went to a distillery in the summer, and they told us that uh, when you put wine in a barrel, it goes it, that the wood absorbs like 0.5 millimeters or like mm. quarter of an inch right. of the of the red wine liquid. Right. But whiskey or high proof spirits uh, go in and another bit. Mm. So not only do they take all the flavor of the wine that's left in the barrel, they so take they still get the wood. Yeah. Uh, as well so it's not like they still yeah. get some of that goes, fresh wood because it goes further into the wood than the wine does it's the right. vanillin and the so the vanilla stuff and the you know caramel yeah. so you, that that's, that's that's why the, the wine doesn't necessarily just dominate because yes, it yeah. can still take its own uh own stuff i love that fact i've been telling everyone that have you yeah i keep forgetting the numbers but i do love that fact we got from the Cotswolds. you're listening to whiskey and things this is a really great it, drop. It, it is. It's, it's very nice. Very, so drinkable. Have yeah. you had any more kind of red wine finished casks, you know, or whiskeys? Um, I, I've had some that have been done in many things, not red wine in particular. I, like I said, I've always loved that one, that the Portwood. It's always one oh, of yeah. my favorites, you know, is good. And uh, I've had several Benny. that have been housed in other different casks, but I, I'm not sure if I've had one that's been a red wine specific one. Of course, then a lot of times I've had my whiskeys not really read the labels. Yeah. <laughs> just enjoyed the flavor. Just enjoy them, yeah. Kind of bombing. Yeah, exactly. that down. Yes, that down. Yeah. So what whiskeys are you fond of? What are um, your go-tos? Well, like I said, my, my, my favorite still is the, the, the Balvany, the, the Portwood. That's, that's probably my, my go-to. Um, you know, their whole line is good. I, I mean, anything, I even fancy some bourbons and it, 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 it all depends. It, it, there's, there's different things for different situations, you know, mm. and, and depending on, uh, it, it, what it is. I mean, I can't tell you specifically every single one, but I just know that when, when they line up correctly, you know, it's like, you, you know, that you found a really good one. Yeah. You know, yeah. generally I kind of like them kind of in this where the, the, the flavors are more subtle, you know, it's very smooth, very drinkable, which can also be very dangerous. It can't be. Well, that's, I was just <laughs> this thinking is that very drinkable. this is, this is yes. a dangerous bottle to yes. have because you open it amongst friends and it's going to go. It's mm. going to, I mean, look, we've already made a dent of that, just the three of us, just because yes. we were like, oh, we'll have some more of that. Yeah. Some, sometimes you, you know, you drink them and they're, they're great, but the, the, the flavors on the, on the edge of being assaulting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Absolutely. So, so you tend to sip it slower. You yeah, don't, yeah. you don't have as much of a go with it. It's know? great, but you just need one glass and then you're done. Yeah. Whereas this, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll have some more of this for yeah. sure. Adam and I, when we were in Nashville, we, uh, we made my last record pretty much on bullet bourbon wasn't, wasn't yeah, it, it was, oh, yeah. oh my we, we did some pig and whistle as well oh yeah we yeah. did well, yeah, yeah 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 I love a whistle pig mm. one of my favorite yeah got, uh, the f- no we it was it's a different one is it different yeah pig and whistle is that a different brand yeah 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, correct you. Um, yeah. I, 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 I've for a minute, I thought myself. I was wrong too because I, I don't know that much other than I, I've seen the name and I like their their whiskey. And we had uh, <laughs> we, we, we were trying some local stuff as well, which was yes, uh, yeah, which was great. In Nashville, because yeah. in Tennessee, there's there's certain uh, whiskeys that can't leave the state, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they have, the states have some strange liquor laws, so and, and that's the thing is it's it's all regional to from state to state how they handle everything. So it's it's pretty bizarre how they do it. Yeah. It's quite annoying when you're trying to send people some whiskey. <laughs> well, well, for example, we, we got that beer, the- um, The Kentucky- The Kentucky bourbon ale. Oh man, this beer was incredible. Well, well in, in in Tennessee, their, their liquor laws are that they have um, their hard liquors. There's a certain alcohol content that go has to be sold under one license. Mm. And then beers and certain wines can be sold under another license. So there's one store, but it's split down the middle. There's two entrances. And I couldn't find, and I went into the beer section, couldn't find the Kentucky bourbon ale because it's in the liquor section because ah. the alcohol content is high enough that it doesn't fall under their, their beer licenses. It's, it's very strange. That's weird. Yeah. It is weird. We were, I remember we were in the studio on, uh, on a Saturday. It was, this was, this was when you were in, you went and left us for Phoenix yeah, and uh, to do a gig in Phoenix and then came back and Chris Mara, the studio owner came into us. Because we'd because we'd been knocking back the bot bottles of uh, bourbon, qu you know, quite substantially that yes, week, yeah. he just popped in and went, "Hey guys, uh, just so you know, uh, liquor store's closing soon, and you won't be able to get any tomorrow. So yes, uh, you're, yeah. hmm, uh, you're right for tomorrow." Instruments <laughs> down. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, do, yeah. do you need Do you need anything? And I was like, "He's a good studio owner. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we We should come back here. He have his own shop. Fine gentleman. Yeah." Uh, but it was really, yeah, you can't get any hard liquor on a Sunday, can yeah. you? In, in, yeah, there's uh, still a few states that are like that. There's still several states where all of the uh, liquor is state-controlled and you have to buy it at a specific state-owned store. That's crazy. Isn't yeah. It? I remember once uh, when I was a kid, we were in, I think we were Boston or heading to Boston or something. My dad wasn't allowed to take his drink from the bar to the dinner table in a restaurant. So he wasn't allowed wine and beer. At once. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> at the table. Wow. He was furious. Yeah, I bet he was. He's <laughs> an old Navy man. Couldn't understand. He would not it. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably the craziest ones are, and they still have a lot of, is if you go to Utah, they, their, their laws, they've changed dramatically. It used over to be a dry state, years. didn't it? Is yeah, that right? It was a dry state. And then they, they had a thing where all of the, the alcohol had to have certain uh, contents, like they had limits. Like I think all of their beer couldn't be more than 3%. Wow. Yeah. And then they finally loosened that up and you had, you know, to go into bars, you had to be a member of a club huh. because, you know, they wanted the, they wanted to keep tabs on who was, who out was drinking, drinking. You know? right. but, but it was, it's still the same thing. You can't order a beer and a shot. You can't order a double. Wow. They won't let you do that. It's not going there. <laughs> no, it's not going there. It's not going there. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll, we'll give the one a miss. So, so we had, we had Kevin Martin on, um, yes. who's in, in a band with Adam. That was a great episode. Because Kevin loves his whiskey. Yes. I'll let you in on a little secret about Adam. His favorite drink isn't whiskey. Oh, yeah. It's tequila. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm much more well-versed in my tequilas. Well, tell us about tequila, because I think we've had this conversation before where we just had the bad stuff in bars. Well, yeah. but was, there's some great stuff yeah. out there. It was there. Adam who taught me this. Right. Yeah. Well, if you actually read up on tequila, most people, their, their exposure is to that Cuervo gold that they yeah. keep in the well there. And technically, that is not even considered tequila. Did you hear the term he just used? They keep in the well. I I did hear that term. Yeah, because I remember I referred to whiskey as the well whiskey before. 
Oh, yes. Which was the cheapest whiskey behind the bar, just the well whiskey. Right. Yes, yeah. See. Yeah, because there's the well and then the shelves. Right. Ah, yeah. yes. Okay. There, so, there we so go. So, in the same rules apply. See, the whiskey and tequila are very similar in that if you're going to drink it, you want top shelf. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, and if, you're, if you're getting stuff out of the well, you want to mix it with something because it's just awful. You yeah, know, absolutely. Terrible. Which is why when you do it, in this country, when you order tequila, you normally need to have it with the salt and the so, lime because oh, you need to yeah. hide the flavor of, you of need that to spirit. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Whereas actually, a decent tequila, and Adam taught me this, and I didn't know this until mm. I was at a bar with him. He was like, You need to try this. It is a pleasant drink. It's yes, a great it, drink. The experience should be very much like this. Yeah. If you have a good tequila, it should be just like a good whiskey. Yeah. What's a good tequila then? Um, well, there's several of them. And, 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 and since I brought up the Cuervo one, actually, they do have great tequilas it's just that so many people we've been programmed that this is the stuff that gives you hangovers yeah. and makes you sick because that's the the garbage that they put out cheaply but they actually have great reserve uh tequilas and and it's kind of a strange thing tequila is very much uh not to go into music but it's like guitar strings we know that we there's, love doing this we love we love music comparisons with our drinks well, because going. it's the same thing with strings there, there are many brands but most of the brands are made from just a, a handful of manufacturers and it's the same thing with tequila most of these because there's only one region that it can be the the agave can be grown in, right? And and if it's grown outside of there, it legally cannot be called tequila, just like champagne right. outside. Didn't know of, that. So the champagne region in France cannot mm. be called champagne. So obviously, since there's a limited amount of land where they can grow this, there's only so much they can produce. And these people, they there's only so many families that own the the areas that produce the agave. So when someone wants to make a tequila, they go to a, an established company and they have a line made for them. Wow. So it's 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 very limited that but it, so any of them can be made really well and it's just like with the distilling and the casking and whiskey you know the, there's different levels of tequila so to to be considered the 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 lower level the blancos the the silvers they sometimes refer to them as I believe it has to be a minimum of 3 months um for the uh, reposados it has to be a minimum of 6 months for um, the uh, añejos is one year, so it's a minimum of one year, and then they also have what they refer to as extra añejo, which is a minimum of two years. Right. Yeah, and that's just minimums on those. Generally speaking, the longer you've you've casked it and 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 let it you know cure and settle and everything, the, the richer and the deeper it is, and it's the the more subtle flavors of it. So the general rule is if you're going to like make a margarita, you go for um, the silver you know, the, the, the Blanco, because yeah, yeah, you yeah. can mix that. You know? yeah, 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 so I know yeah. some people that love to drink that straight. If you get good one, that's good. For me, it's, it's all about the Reposado or the Añejos and, and different companies have different levels. Some, sometimes you'll find a Reposado is better than, than a uh, Añejo, usually from one company to another, mm. but um, you just have to go through and taste them and find them and Whoopsie, get, get, get your go-tos. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm going to get a glass for, uh, for Adam because, because of that, oh, I would like him to try this other Australian whiskey that we had. Yes, 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 yes. This, this, was this, a, this is a Banner Day, my first and my second Australian whiskey. There you go. What a day. This one's from Tasmania. Uh -huh. We tried this a few weeks, a few months back. Months back. David bought this for me for my birthday. Oh, nice. Thank you again, Dave. Well, just, just on the inspection of it, I can see it's definitely a, a much lighter color than this one. This one was made on a farm. I'll tell you about it first. All right. Yeah. Um, Belgrove Farm um, in Tasmania. Okay. After he malted the barley, I think it's more, or was it rye? It's rye. It's rye this is a whole it? rye. Rye. I think he oh, might nice. have had a little, I think he actually malted, he must have malted the rye. So I don't think there was any malted barley in this. Mm. He, um, he dried it in a tumble dryer. 
Um, he, he then uh, he, he milled everything in a meat mincer. Then well, he, so this uh, is very much a, a DIY yes, operation. Very, absolutely. Very. Like homemade And this whiskey. was the guy um, whose name has escaped me annoyingly. Um, an industrial sewage separator was used. I, I think I was to get separate the... Uh, in the in the wash, in the mash, mm. I think it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he has a hand-built still, which he made using um, copper wire that he'd uh I'm getting more excited recycled. about this as you speak. He'd recycled copper wire from his local... Yeah. Uh, he heated that still using um, chip shop oil from his local chippy. <laughs> so recycling there yes. as well. Yeah. And um, it's yeah, a green whiskey. Yes, very. Yeah. Very. And some of his whiskeys, I don't think it's this one, but he would dry, he would smoke the whiskey. Sorry, smoke the barley or the rye mm. using sheep dung from his farm. I don't think it's this one. But we, we love this drop. Yeah. And I, 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 when we opened it and tried it, I said, we have to save some of this for January because I think Adam is going to love it. Now, you might not, but when I had it, the first thing I thought was, I think Adam's going to love this one. Ooh, Wow. It's even more subtle than the other. Because mm. mm. I think it smells like tequila. I, it, I agree. It, it's got some of those qualities, qualities for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's a different spectrum, but it's it's got this similar. Yeah. Yeah, 49.8%. It's a four-year-old. Mm. It's very DIY. Well, that's very nice. Completely different spectrum. Yeah. It's strange. It, it's it's a rye, but it almost has a, um, it reminds me of some of the more peaty whiskeys, but without having a, that it's not medicine. such a strong yeah yeah, yeah 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 you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah yeah. that's very nice yeah, Bel- i think, I think it's probably distillery, smoked. Isn't it? huh is it belgrove or belgrove, belgrove? Yeah. yeah belgrove distillery in oh, tasmania beautiful. yeah rye whiskey for, yeah so yeah, i thought yeah i thought we'd pull that one out as well Oh, absolutely this is the reason why i brought it and yeah brought it to uh yeah, i tend south. to like, like liquors and even uh rye beers oh nice i've not well. i don't know if i've had a rye beer have i had a rye beer yeah, probably not yeah they're, they're not that common. They're, they're not as, as, as easy to find, but I find generally speaking, I like things that have been done with rye for whatever reason. You love it, don't you? I love a rye whiskey. Yeah. Really do. There's, there's a dill note, which you always get from rye, which you love. Pickle and dill and, oh yes. Yes. That's why I was saying earlier on, I love a whistle pig. That's what I get out of those. Yes. You're liking that. Good. Yeah, it's Good. Nice. These are both great. Whiskey! Should we talk about prices for oh, yeah. Starwood? So I think this was, if my memory serves me quite correctly, I think I paid either 30 or 40 pounds for it, but I can't remember. Okay. Um, it's 34 95 wow. on the whiskey exchange. Very bang, bang in the middle. Bang in the middle. Isn't that a good, good price that, for this very, whiskey? Yeah, to get that kind of quality. Because, so, you know, usually you, you expect maybe 70 or 80 before you get into the really high end of things, yeah. you know? Especially from Australia. You know, yeah, it's, it's come all the way over. Exactly. Yeah. All the way. Exactly. It's yeah. not like it's uh, they've distilled it in the in the UK either. It's still just, it's it's an Australian mm. product that's been shipped over. Yeah. And and so that alone should add big price to it. But that's such a reasonable price for this drop. And 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 what I like about it is it is is a little bit more unique. Not like it doesn't taste like a scotch. It's a it tastes like a whiskey for yes. sure. But you know that you're drinking something which is a little bit different, mm. uh, like like the English whiskeys we drink. And I, I don't know if it necessarily tastes Australian, but it definitely tastes different for, to Scotch. So therefore, for this price, incredible. But I think it's extremely subtle, the red wine, considering the full maturation. And mm. I love the fact that it's come from 
within how within a day away those you know they're using the uh the local resources and stuff for sure i love all that kind of stuff for sure for sure for sure they got some other interesting <laughs> ones next one up is the which you can still buy in the uk uh starwood nova that's 4475 that's red wine again uh the fortis 50 percent abv that one at 60 so they're going up in kind of increments um whiskey exchange have a, an exclusive from them Mm. Oh yeah, it's about fifty a fifty percent ABV. That's about sixty quid. Um, well, one of one of the boutique range which we got, which which this rye that we talked about just mm. now, the 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 Belgrove that, that Adams just tried, was also a Starwood. Really? Yeah. So I don't know if they've got any of them left, but uh, that was how I found out about Starwood because it was in the same range, and I, I, I was listening to that podcast that, that, so I was talking about it. Yeah. Are all of them casked in red wine? Yeah, all of them. Okay. All of them. They've got another one. Uh, they've got a double grain uh, uh, version called the Twofold, which is a uh, malted barley, 100% malted barley, married together with um, uh, a wheat whiskey mm. as well, which is pretty cool. cool. Nice. They also have another one called um, Unexpeted. <laughs> They're all to do with like space and stuff. You've got Nova and yeah. you know, stuff I'm like that. I'm enjoying that. I thought you'd enjoy that. The labels I thought you'd enjoy. But yeah, the ex-peated is uh, red wine again, but then finished in an ex-Isla peated cask. Ah, uh, okay. So that's interesting as well. So yeah, they're doing a bunch the, of stuff. Seems what the Cotswolds did. Yeah, they're doing some good stuff. Um, so yeah, exciting. Exciting uh, brand, I think. Absolutely. I don't think there's anything else I need to say. Yeah, no, enjoying a- it. Absolutely not. Just this is yes. a good, this is a good, especially for that price point, I would say this is one of the Fantastic. best whiskeys we've had yeah. in a while. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. It's interesting too. It's a, it's a conversation piece. Yeah. Great cork. Great bottle. Great cork. Great colour. <laughs> um, have I missed anything on the bottle? I don't think so. Yeah. This one's called Left Field. And it's not being made anymore. Well, well I shame. couldn't find it. They may bring it back. You never know. That's a shame. You... No, no, do they have large import duties on things from Australia to the UK as well? Or do they kind of we don't know anymore. favoured <laughs> nations... We taxing no. clause since and... a certain thing happened. We don't yes, know what's happening. Yes. Um, I think I think there's probably some Commonwealth things that mean we've got a good trading agreement with Australia. Yeah. I don't really know. Mm. Yeah, I would think they would. There must. I mean, for this to be that price, there, there has yeah, to be right. It, it, because it can't be a lot. It can't be a lot at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who <laughs> knows? Anyway, good job, Starwood. Yes, yes. good job. Well done. Well done. We'd like to try some more. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. Adam, you can watch your full conversation with us um, <laughs> if you join our Patreon page. But as I'm nice, I might send you the video anyway. Um, if you want to become a member, though, yes, you know, and yeah. if anyone else wants to become a member, um, just uh, go on to patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. Oh, please do. Yeah. I'll be putting some of your socials, Adam, on okay. our, in our show notes as well. Yeah. Well, this, this is the year I've said I'm going to go back to my socials. So. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've literally had almost a two-year uh, leave. Yeah, it, it just it got too uh, toxic in the social world, you know? I agree. Yeah, I, I, yeah, it's a big distraction. I think a lot of people can say that. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so Adam, what are you most looking forward to about Abbey Road? Um, you know, interestingly enough, I mean, the, the whole experience of being there, I see as a separate entity from the making of the record. If, yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And, and I think that um, I probably won't really absorb a lot until we've we've done the parts at least that, that I'm set out to do there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think that once, because I don't want to be distracted by where we're at and what's going on. I don't want to lose focus, you know? 
I was really hoping this week we would be able to get down there and go in. And I sent them a message saying, hey, it'd be great if we can if we can just come in because right. for that very reason, so that we can almost go as tourists. Yes. And and, tr- and get a little bit of that out of our system sure. that, oh, so-and-so sat here. Oh, that's that. Yeah. And, because that's going to happen, right? Well, of course. And uh, it was fully booked. So they wouldn't let us in. I was like, fair, which is fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I don't mm. want anyone coming in our sessions either, right? Um, so uh, th- that's that's fine. But yeah, it's... It, it's going to be hard. That's that's going to be the thing, isn't it? The, the switching off, the remembering, okay, we've got a job to do yes, yeah. in this room, but at the same time, yeah. we're in this room. Of course. Right? And I, and it was, as I was standing outside it earlier, I was definitely, I had that little moment where I was like, I need, I'm going to have to really struggle. I'm struggling already, like yeah. detaching myself from being starstruck almost it, yeah. to, to, Actually, come on, I'm here to do a job. I'm and looking forward to getting some pictures of your faces, to be honest. Yes, yeah. So, it, I know. mean, it, it, it's... it's You're going to have to be sending up the first, which really annoys me. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, the uh, opening <laughs> of the door. But for people like us who've you know dedicated our lives to music, this is like a, a trip to the Holy Land, so to speak. Absolutely. You know I mean, this is... It's it's probably the pinnacle. Like I say, it, it, the things that have been recorded in there, I mean, just the Beatles alone... But there's so much else that was yeah. done there. I mean, they did Dark Side of the Moon there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, you go on and on, and it's just, it's almost overwhelming to think of the the quality of the music that that's come mm-hmm. out of that studio. So, yeah. I'm, I'm quite, quite. But yeah, let's not talk it. about that. No pressure. <laughs> It should be fun though. It should be fun. I, I, I mean, it was a similar thing when when we made that record in Nashville together. Yes. I, it was the last couple of days where I actually was able to to relax and be like. We've done it. Even though right. I was actually fairly relaxed throughout the whole thing, it really, the last couple of days, once it was done, once yeah. it was like, okay, this is, there's a few things left to do. Yeah. And obviously we'll keep working hard, but we've now got a product. We've, yeah. we've, we've made an album yeah, and it sounds good. Exactly. It's, and that, yes. that was, and then meant the last, this particularly the last day, I could really just say, soak it all in and, mm. and, and enjoy the experience of being in that studio and, yes. and, and, uh, and try and process what had happened. Yeah. And I think a similar thing is going to happen here. Like, as Adam said, you know, get, get your parts done. Once, once you know the core of it is done and we've got something and, and it's coming together, then you can start looking around a little bit and being like, Hey, I'm in this room. Yeah. Mm. This is cool. This is yeah. nice. Coming down. Do you come down those stairs? first or no you, you go, go into, into the, main the room, room then you yeah, go up the stairs mm. yeah the, the control room's tiny apparently oh really yeah so i don't think we're gonna be hanging out in the control room very much oh okay there's a there's a lounge mm. downstairs but obviously we'll go into it but it's, mm. it's not a hangout whereas when we were in nashville the control yeah. room was massive yeah and, and the, the whole place was a labyrinth yeah absolutely <laughs> i don't <laughs> think they're gonna have a slide to get from upstairs oh, to downstairs, that was, that was, so. oh yeah I, I put Amazing. that in my rider. <laughs> Install slide. Install please. slide, please. But I don't think, I don't think they're going to do it. Fit a bouncy castle in there. Yeah, you definitely could. Or trampoline underneath. You could jump off the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah. stairs onto a trampoline. Yeah, I, I asked for that and they said it was £500 plus fat. £500 plus fat. That sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about right. So, uh, yeah, that's that's not happening, I'm afraid. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> Anyway, thank you very much for anyone who's listened to this. Yeah, before uh, we before we finish. Oh yeah. Um it's the first time I've seen you since Christmas Day. Oh man, don't do so, this because I haven't got so, you a present. I haven't, but it doesn't matter. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I haven't got you anything. This, this is a this is a small fine, box but... and it's a bit of weight to it, so I'm expecting it to be a whiskey stones box. <laughs> don't buy people whiskey stones. <laughs> um, no matter what you do. I'll be disappointed if it's not whiskey stones. Really? 
didn't even read the little thing. Didn't, did didn't even read the I little I did tag. read the thing. It said, Merry Christmas, buddy. Love Nick. I saw it. <laughs> There's a coaster because I respect the wood. Yes. Not on this table. And? But, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Bear in mind what I was doing just before we started recording. Yes. I says, I love spreadsheets, everyone. Get out of town. Oh, what's that there, Dave? Or what's that there? Describe it. I can't believe you've done this. It's a scented candle, Nicholas. It's a scented candle. I've been banging on. on I've been banging on about. For example, this whiskey smells really good. How much would you like a candle that smelt of this whiskey? Very much so. And you found there, mate. You found somewhere that that does it. Noble Isle, the new tradition. It should be whiskey and water. Dufftown Distilleries, fine fragrance candle. Yes, apparently it contains old Balvenie. Balvany or Balvini whiskey. Yeah, I've heard it pronounced so, so many different ways. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I didn't do it injustice. In I don't know. Yeah. No, it's pronounced all the kinds yeah, of yeah. ways. That's the three I use yes. uh, on a regular basis. Mate, this is a very good present. There we go. Well, we don't know. We haven't put, set it on fire yet. But no. It smells nice. Oh, yes, it does. It does smell nice. As I'm opening that, can't get the Balvenie in it. It smells of, it, there is whiskey elements to, the, to that scent. It smells good. We will try it this week. The full review. <laughs> Next week, you'll hear whether this You'll get the full review of the whiskey-scented candle. Whiskey and water, the fine fragrance candle. Mate, this is a touching present. I very much appreciate yeah, it. Thank you very much. I couldn't come to Christmas and not get you a scented candle, could I? No, you're right. Oh, you've hinted every episode. That I wanted a scented candle. Every Good point. episode. That is the season for scented candles. It, it is the season <laughs> for scented candles, for sure. For sure. For sure was looking for a bottle for you. Oh, nice. I just never got, I, I couldn't find one. Oh, and uh, because of what happened to me pre-Christmas, oh, yes. it ruined. Uh, I didn't want to buy one online this year. I was actually was looking for something specific. Dave spent trying to all try his money hiring Abbey Road. That's why he couldn't <laughs> buy me a Christmas present. Well, yeah, so. I'm hoping in the gift shop they have some Abbey Road whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get that for you. Lovely. Or, or as a fallback, you can just have some good whiskey at Abbey Road. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm completely fine with that. There you go. Sweet. Anyway, well, I think the angels have had their share, mate. Adam's had his. That yes. too. Our, our Shabby Road podcast. Shabby Road. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Superb. Superb. Yes. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for Thanks coming. Thanks for coming. Tune in next time for Bass and Things. Just ah. Nick and I. <laughs> Well, you go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't listen to that one. <laughs> Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. <laughs>